This is Sober Company, a podcast about modern sobriety. My name is Lacey, and Nick's here too. And today we checked in with each other. Uh, we talked about what's been going on for us during the doldrums of COVID. Uh, we talk about Nick's depression and my loneliness and the cravings that have come up for both of us during this whole thing, like gambling and alcohol and dating. And we also talk about what's been helping us throughout it all. So yeah, we hope you enjoy. All right, Nick, we're going to do one of our very rare experimental check-in episodes where we just see how each other are doing. Oh, okay. Oh, we're not like recording an intro or anything. We're just getting like straight into it. We can record an intro. No, that's good. I mean, this is experimental, so. Well, I'll just say your name for you at the beginning. You. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going re- to re- record the intro later. Yeah, I'll record the intro later. And I'll okay. say, and Nick. Yeah, so what's been going on? Because I actually like bailed last week. Right. Well, um, well, we both had, well, you, no, you didn't bail last week. You, uh, I didn't No, I couldn't do it because of the recovery Dharma conference. Oh, that's right. And yeah. Okay, cool. You we'll legit were moving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was moving. But we yeah. also just like definitely opened ourselves up to like, yes, world, we do not uh, record enough episodes to cover our asses when we can't record. We definitely do them once per week. <laughs> so. Oh no, that's true. Yeah. I think a lot of people actually record them. all the, all the podcasters do that, right? No, I have think, some in the can. No, know? like, Oh yeah. Everyone else has some in the can. I'm talking about like the part-time podcasters like us. I'm not talking about like Joe Rogan or something. Right. Like Seltzer squad. We recorded with them months before they, they, lo- yeah. they released it. So clearly they have stuff. No, I mean, you have to, cause it's like life gets in the way. We're just like doing this for fun part-time, you know what I mean? Right. Right. Yep. So, Um, but yeah, the week before that you were talking to Bethany. That's right. And that was a really great conversation. That was super awesome. Did you Um, listen to it? I did listen to it. Yeah, it was great. Good. So I have been bailing for a while. It's two weeks that I haven't been. And even today (laughs) when you called me up, I was like, I don't really want to talk right now. Yep. About, a check-in first of all right yeah because i've just been doing shitty lately yeah and then i'm like oh fuck do i want to air these grievances out in the public and i (laughs) i think a lot of people can relate to it i think and i i said i've already come up with the title of our episode which is the covid doldrums because i think that's where we're at we're kind of I think too that like I, I know you weren't feeling good at the beginning of all this because you take you take this shit more seriously. I mean, I took the coronavirus seriously. I just that's not where my anxiety lands, you know. What do you mean? Well, I remember when this all happened in March. You were pretty freaked out about yeah yeah. I was looking at like worst case scenarios, right and. Uh, yeah, I thought uh, things were going to be really bad. Right, which they have been. I mean, in New York especially. Yeah. And we're not, we're not done yet. 
but yeah, you're right. Like that sort of like negative thinking, like really affects you as mm-hmm. well. I'll talk for using I statements. Right. It, it, it affects me uh, a lot. And I was just like inundating myself with that kind of stuff, you know, mm. like as, as I work as an analyst and it's just like, you want to read like so many things and synthesize all this information and then it just gets in you and it affects your worldview mm-hmm. and affects your emotions, affects everything. So yeah, for sure. I wasn't feeling good at all. Yeah. But yeah, you had a different sort of attitude. Like, and I think you've been having a different attitude this entire time. You, I mean, I think you made the comment to me at one point that you were kind of thriving in this <laughs> environment. Thriving in isolation. Which I don't know how the how you were doing that, but I think there's, I mean, you were explaining it to me and you can explain it yourself, certain things about your background and being an only child and things like that. Oh, that, yeah. Yeah, I think you know, being an only child kind of prepared me for this in a way. And I I do, I'm very comfortable being by myself, but I also... I think I said this probably in an earlier episode, but it's kind of grounded me in my self and I'm very clear on my instincts and that's something I've had problems with for a long time. I think if we really want to go back to it, it goes back to being bullied and like being told that who I am and what I am is not okay. And so I've always questioned that and kind Mm -hmm. of gone with other people's if someone's told me something stupid or not even said it, just implied it or implied their own un, like lack of self-confidence in something, like I will go with the whatever kind of the wave of other people's feelings are and it really mm-hmm. affects me. And so now that I'm by myself all day, I'm not affected by other people's energies or their own shit. And so I'm pretty clear on my own two feet and that's been feeling really good. And I think that's, kind of where my quote-unquote thriving has has happened yeah so are you still feeling like that I feel like I'm lonely honestly like I I feel like I I do like to go for these walks at night especially in the summer it's like very calming I live in this neighborhood with lots of trees and houses and New York City it's kind of rare and I take my dog for a walk and it is this sounds so cliche and cheesy but I walk by these houses and I can see inside them and there's people watching TV together and doing things and it does make me feel lonely. Mm. And I, I'm just like, I just kind of say it to my, I just identify it, you know, like that's okay. It's kind of normal to feel, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's okay to feel this way. Yeah. No, I mean, I definitely identify with that. I mean, that's part of the reason that I left New York to go stay with my family yeah because i was just like i don't know if i can handle this right now so that was good to leave your oh in the beginning but when it, you went yeah to go live with your family um yeah and it was nice being there but you know of course like being with your family for an extended period of time too has its other issues that come up but mm-hmm. i would say overall like i mean i'm extremely lucky that i have great parents and a great brother And I'm able to, like, have support of family and be able to, like, stay with them. Yeah. So I feel really fortunate and super lucky um, that that's been an option for me. But, yeah, it was like I had to come back to New York because I tried 
I was going to renew my lease, but the landlord decided to sell the apartment. Oh. Um, and so thought like I just renewed the lease like last minute, but they were like, no, we're actually going to sell it. So I didn't really have that much time mm. to like, you know, I had to come back to New York, try and look for another apartment. I had to move all my stuff out. Yeah. And so that was just a lot. It was super stressful having to do all that stuff. Moving's really stressful always. Yeah. And then yeah, being back in New York was nice because I got to reconnect with people, mm-hmm. you know, in real life that I hadn't seen for, for months. Mm-hmm. But even being back there, it, it I felt like isolated mm. just being in my apartment all day. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's been tough. So, and now I just, I moved all my stuff into storage and I'm kind of just nomadic now, Yeah, which feels very odd, I guess. Yeah. I don't know how to really describe it. I mean, on one hand, it's sort of cool being like a nomad and it's like, I don't have any stuff. I can go wherever I want. You know Uh what I mean? Mm -hmm. But then it's like, it's a pandemic. Where the fuck are you going to (laughs) go? It'd actually be nice to have like a nice apartment that I can actually like have home base. chill in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm like. What the? F- what am I doing? You know? And so like, I don't know the bottom line for all of this. I mean, this is sober podcast, but it's fucking been so hard to remain sober. Yeah. Not that I have drank any alcohol or done any drugs, but it's just you want an escape from this it. stuff. Oh uh, yeah, for sure. And like at the beginning, I mean, we talked about this in one of the episodes, but I started, you know, playing the stock market and getting into these sites on Reddit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like Wall Street bets. And it's just like, then there's other like internet sites. And it's just like, again, the analyst in me comes out and I just want to like consume all this information and figure out what's going on. It, it's, that is like an escape too, you know? Right. With gambling on the stock market. Yeah. Yeah, or just being on the phone and reading these comments and right, you know, right, 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 like shit posting on the internet and like getting into fights with people. Oh, like, I didn't know I you were doing that. I have been doing that on Reddit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's also like I don't know what are you going to do. Like people gamble. Yeah, it's a huge billion dollar industry. Oh, the casinos are shut down for the longest time. Sports weren't going on. Right. So what are all these people going to do? Well, like stock market is really like the only place to gamble. So anyways, suffice to say, I went deep in the rabbit hole with right. this stuff. And it's fun for a while, but then it's also not fun. And you like win some and you lose some. It's just a dopamine rush at the end of the day, uh-huh. you know? Uh-huh. And I was kind of substituting that for not drinking and then being like, I'm sober because I'm not doing that. But right. like, kind of underlying all this is like really just escapism right yep for something yep. but i think that's completely normal of course we're not here to say anything is abnormal yeah i mean i think i, I you know i think it's it's yeah it it sucks to feel those feeling the depression and you know and that that feeling of a void or just ill at ease that you know, that existential dread, all those feelings are really, 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 really hard to sit with. And I think all of the stuff that's happening right now can bring all of that about, you know, very, like very intensely. I just thought I was so cool and so like 
evolved and enlightened. I was like, I can meditate. <laughs> I can like, you know, see yeah. the separation between my thoughts and myself. And I was like, fuck, dude, I can't do any of this right now. Yeah. Yeah. And then like that made me feel even worse about like, what have I been doing this whole time? Like, what is my practice about? You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like a bunch of stuff. Like I'm not doing well in the stock market. I'm not doing well as my meditation practice. Like yeah. work sucks. I'm not like performing at my highest level there. It's just like, yeah. what am I even good at anymore? You know? Yeah. I think we all go through moments of that. Or like nothing is where we want it to be and it all comes together. Yeah, it's just like everything's going wrong, like nothing's going right. Yeah. Like it's just a misstep after misstep after misstep. And then it's like, fuck man, I need a break from this. So what helped last time you're feeling that way? I mean, talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which I haven't been doing. Yeah. But yeah, I think like, yeah, just having like real conversations with people. Yeah. But yeah, it is hard like doing this podcast because it's like, yeah, on one hand we want to be real, but on the other hand, I want to seem like I'm like cool and put together. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Do I don't I? want people to be listening to this and be like, wow, fuck that guy. Nick has got some major problems. You know what I mean? No. And you don't, I think. Which, yeah. I mean, I don't, necessarily think people may think like in fact like feedback that we've gotten has been great and people connect with that but that's not what you think that's not what the internal dialogue in your head is you know no 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 it's hard to live that way and i think it's so scary to share stuff but it's really what helps like i said in a meeting recently you know when i was really trying to get sober in the beginning and i you know, wasn't, <laughs> or I was, it was, I was on the path. I was doing better and better, but I was still having slips or I was, you know, having other behavior, like the date, the obsessive dating and stuff. I didn't talk about it in meetings because they said, you know, I like to present a certain way. And I think I was raised that way, you know, making sure everything's a certain way, making sure I look a certain way, making sure my house looks a certain way, you know? And so it's very hard for me to, as I said in the meeting, you know, and I didn't realize it really until I said it, but that I only want to share when I figured it out, you know, when I know this, like when I have a, a beginning, middle and end, when I can tell you the perfect little antidote story, you know, I don't, mm. it's really hard for me to share something I haven't figured out yet that I'm still really in the middle of working on, you know, and, uh, but that's, that just gets you to where you want to be, you know, is to be able to share with people that you trust and, or over a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're talking to me. You I trust know. me. So. I do. It's true. Yeah. Well, so what's been going on with you, like, unformed? Um, so I think it's, I've touched on it in a couple other episodes, but, and it's not something that's ruining my life. It's more just this realization of my relationships with dating and how I use it as a distraction and the little ongoing conversations. It's all just like hits of attention and those serve as hits of dopamine. So, and I, and I actually witnessed this at the beginning of 
COVID in my brain because I think for about a month or two, I wasn't on the dating apps and I was all by myself here in my apartment, right? And the only people I was talking to were like you and my good friends and you being included in my good friends. But I wasn't, I like had like this clean, I felt like a clean brain, you know, like a, like I felt very grounded and very like literally grounded. Like I felt my feet on the grounds. And then I kind of got, I kind of heard what was going on on the dating apps, which was that, you know, men were acting somewhat like what, like, what are they like? Like, what, what, what is this situation? What is the pandemic doing to bra- men's brains? Is it like making them different? <laughs> like, is it making them more like, you know, like act less like assholes basically? So mm. I went on and I c- my mindfulness practice was able for me to like, like watch my brain just totally change. And I saw that when I got a message from something, I would get that hit and nothing else. I would be like annoyed all day that like general annoyance. Like I remember that from drinking where until I would just be like generally annoyed for almost all the time before I was able, like able to drink you know? Yeah. That just kind of like, ugh, like nothing really was good. And that irritation. And that's what it felt like. And I was able to watch my brain just totally not get the same pleasure from other things that I was getting pleasure from before, which was like literally making myself lunch, like taking a moment. I like found like really like pleasure in those simple things and like doing (laughs) things for myself and then all of a sudden, as soon as I, like, had this entrance of, atten- you know, that kind of attention, it just rewired me. And I haven't gone back since. So, but it's also not to go, like, I'm like a soliloquy here, but I don't think my therapist, she, you know, I think she wants me to work with it and actually find people who are good for me and experiment with being honest and asking for what I want and which is you know like a real partnership that may lead you know that leads to marriage or children or whatever you know yeah it's even scary for me to say that on this microphone like all by myself just talking to you you know like just to even say that that's potentially I have to put potentially in front of that potentially what I want like I can't it's just it's still really hard for me like she doesn't, I think it's like by not participating, it's avoiding. So it's, it's just having to be really mindful about it. Yeah. Um. Wow. That was, <laughs> that was a fully formed thing though. That was not like, <laughs> I asked for an unformed thing. You've obviously put a lot of thought <laughs> and analyzed that situation. Um, well, I, 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 I got yeah. a lot out of that though. You did. Um, yeah, because I'm related into my situation. It's the exact same thing with these day trading apps and right. getting those like hits of dopamine. Yeah. And nothing is good in your life until like something hits. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. So it's like all the same bullshit. Yeah. Just different mechanisms of delivering it. Yeah. But isn't like, I don't know. I sometimes think about that. It's like, but isn't that what life is about? getting these hits of dopamine, like experiencing pleasure. 
Um, I don't, but the problem is it's not real and there's no substance to it. And like those dopamine hits don't last and they create an, that craving, which I do think that craving is suffering. So I think the kind of things that last, which are like our friendship, that's like a contentment, right? That that's real. It's like, it's something that's been created over time and it's a real thing. Whereas mm. these hit like making a trade and that up and down that you feel that's not like, it's not real. It's not sustenance, you know? And the same thing with these little flirtations of mine. It's not something that will build and grow for me and, and will yeah. cause me pain and will, you know, it, it's not just that high. It's, it's the middles, it's the grays, it's, it's all of it. It's fully, it's like a, it's three dimensional, you know? It's not just that literal like, flash in a pan, you know? Yeah. Kind of like this bouncing around and going from like hit to hit to hit. Yes. Yeah. It's super tiring too. Yeah. I just feel like exhausted at the end of the day. And it's like, I haven't done jack shit. Like I've just been sitting around on my computer, but I'm like totally exhausted. Yeah. Versus like, I think, I don't, mean, I don't want to blame this all on like COVID, but it's like, I feel like it's like a former life almost being able to like go out and meet people and mm -hmm. go places and mm -hmm. like experience those things. I was much more like even keeled with things. Yeah. But I suppose this is the way things are going to be. I can't totally blame it on this situation. A lot of it's on me and just me being like, whatever, I'm depressed. I don't want to do anything. Leave me alone. Mm. I think that's not a super great out attitude to have either. It is possible to live a contented life, whatever your, your surroundings are. I think that's true, but I also think it's something you have to learn how to do. Yeah, you know, for sure. I happen to be comfortable to a certain degree with isolation. But I also think it's a pandemic. We're going through a cultural revolution, which is wonderful, but it's also, you know, for me as a white person sitting with the feelings of like, what a racist fuck I am, isn't, you know, it's a lot of, like I have to do that work. It's really like, feels like shit, you know? But obviously it's crucial, those uncomfortable feelings of feeling like shit because that's the work of understanding my own baked in white supremacy. And I have to turn towards that discomfort. Yeah. And so all of this stuff is happening and you have to acknowledge, it's not like you learned how to build a, a practice of contentment in the life that you were living, right? You had gone from, you know, using substances to get yourself out of your just like normal nine to five, having, being in a relationship, you know, having friends, going out. So the quote unquote normal life, right? So mm -hmm. you had learned how to kind of craft a life in that same life without substances. So this is a completely new experience, right? Yeah. I mean, this also, this time period just reminds me of like my substance period uh, where you're just like, do you know what I mean? I, I guess, was it like that for you too? I, at the worst of my drinking, I was very isolated. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just like in the apartment all day. Yeah. yeah like yeah. drinking and yeah. like, you don't need to go out. And now I'm doing yeah. the same thing, except I'm not drinking. It's fucking making me go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
that's so legit. that's like like this craving for alcohol is just like built in with like mm. what are we doing we're just sitting around yeah i know yeah. what'll pass the time you know what i mean yeah fully and a lot of it is just passing the time because i'm bored yeah yeah but you're right like i was in the situation at one point in my life and i got myself out of it and uh, you know looking on like the arc of life <laughs> i'm definitely you know feeling a much better place a lot more tools i have a community yeah. i have lots of good friends that we can talk to about stuff we have this podcast where i can just air my 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 grievances in public um <laughs> but that's been nice too because there's like people reaching out to us and it's yeah. like i haven't been the greatest about interacting with people just because i feel bad right now but that means a lot when people are reaching out that you don't even know but you just have this bond because you're like yeah dude i feel you yeah. Like I feel what that's like, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I was talking to one one of our friends about just he's similar feelings and it was just kind of like this wanting to have an attitude adjustment, you know? Yeah. And some of the stuff we talked about gratitude in the past and yeah. And we were talking about this too. It's just like there are things I know that work for me. I just don't want to do any of them right now. Yeah. It's hard. You're lazy. No, I yeah, and I also think not to be annoying, but just because I'm in the headspace to notice this stuff, like using that language about yourself is not going to be helpful either. I think self compassion is important, and I know it's hard. What did I say? Like that I'm lazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, and you know, and previously in our our before we started recording, you're using some. You know, not being the nicest to yourself. You're totally, yeah, no, you're totally right. All this stuff is so interrelated. Yeah, and I am reading Talking that. Talking to yourself nicely. Yeah. So I'm reading that Kristen Neff book that Cynthia recommended about self-compassion. So I'm in that headspace right now, too. Of really yeah, I used to read so many books. I can't read a book to save my life right now. Yeah, um, it's hard to, it's hard to focus. You, like, I was telling you one of my friends is writing a book. And I read you an excerpt from that book. Yes. That legit is the first thing I've read in like months. Really? You you normally read all the time. I know I do. Yeah, at the beginning it was, yeah, and then I just fell off reading. Using self-compassion, yeah, I don't know. It's just been hard to focus. Yeah. And just not, I don't know, I'll just use this general term of, I'm not feeling it, you know? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, not feeling it, I don't want to do it, you know? Yeah. There is, like, I don't think it's self-disparaging, but there's a, a certain, like, lack of effort in things. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Even doing this podcast, I was like, I don't want to do it this week. Right. I mean, we're doing it. <laughs> I don't know how great it's coming out, but... It's pretty good. Um, it's pretty good. Well, I guess there I go again, self-disparaging myself. But yeah, it's just like once you start the action, then it just like kind of builds that momentum. You know what I mean? Because I'm feeling so yeah. much better now talking to you. I will tell you when we first started talking on the phone, I, I was I was not saying anything. <laughs> I can always tell because I'll ask a question and literally I always have to be like, are you still on the phone? I can't, I hear nothing on the other side. Not even like a, um, nothing, zero. So I just have to sit patiently for about two minutes. You're very patient. Yeah. You definitely have a gift. 
Oh, thanks. I think we just have a good friendship. I know you've. No, turned... I think you're just like. I think you could do that with anybody, though. No, you turn me around all the time too. I was telling my therapist once about how I had anxiety about something, and you just walked me through it. So, we do it for each other. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad this isn't a one-sided friendship. Because no. I kind of felt like it, no. it is sometimes. No. I don't know. I think what we're saying is that we both... Well, Nick has been feeling really shitty. I've not been feeling great, but I've kind of forced my... I, I put things in my way. To, you know, I, 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 sweat, I schedule things and, and put obligations in my way, like when I'm in my better thinking mode, you know? So that I, I have these things I have to do. Which yeah, is, but what? Do you have to do them? No, but I do. I have this good girl complex. Like, I'm a good student. I don't want people not to like me. I don't want to disappoint anyone. So I know that if I put obligations for myself or create obligations, then I am most likely to do them. Yeah, it's a good attitude to have. I think generally I'm like that, but I will sometimes disappear from the face of the earth. And just like, I think it's been like that with some people who've been texting me and contacting me and it's not like, you know, right. But that's a good reminder that life is all about relationships. Right. And you don't have a relationship if you can't count on the other person or trust the other person to, right. To fulfill their end of the relationship. Right. Otherwise a relationship will disintegrate, you know? Yeah. And I'm always afraid of that happening with this like podcast because like, like you just said, you're very much the driving force. You've set this thing up and you were the driving force I'm, in the beginning. I mean, I was, yeah, but I mean, you've definitely taken that over and there's a certain amount of passion. And, and like you were just saying, like setting this thing up that you need to do right. uh, and showing up and being accountable, right. not only to me, but also the people who listen to it. Right. right, right. Um, now we're hearing people who are like listening to it and they look forward to it every week to listen to it right yeah and that helps certainly helps me it helps you too i mean yeah it totally helps me but uh, then i'm like man doing this not like deprecating talk is really hard wait say that again doing well just like not talking shit about yourself is very hard to do yeah when you're when you're not feeling good yeah when i'm feeling great I certainly like don't say anything. I think I'm like the greatest person. Um, <laughs> I don't think that's true, but yeah. No. No, I. You know, I think. I try and stay humble, but I definitely do have like a lot of self confidence when I'm feeling yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And then when I'm feeling bad, I have like nothing. You know. Yeah. I don't know. I just got on a tangent to be like, I would have like totally fucked off on this podcast if it wasn't for you being like we need to do this. We made a commitment. Let's do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that comes up a lot. I feel bad about that, but like listening to you and hearing about like why you do it, that certainly helps. Yeah. It's helping me think about things that I just want to do now that I'm feeling good. Right. So that when I feel shitty, ultimately like that's going to happen, I'll still be like, Oh, I remember Lacey told me to set some good things up. Right. Now I'm going to do it. Cause I know it's going to make me feel good. So there's this commercial, and I hate that I have this from a commercial. Was it lotter, a lottery commercial where the person's like, thanks, earlier me, or something? I don't yeah. – that's even the catchphrase. I forget. But 
it's basically this concept that like later you the Nick in two weeks from now will be thinking the Nick, you know, and I, and I think about that even when I just like clean up the kitchen at night, <laughs> like tomorrow Lacey will like be really grateful for tonight, Lacey, because yeah. she was like, I, I actually think about that. I'm like, I'm going to do this for the person tomorrow. Like, I don't even think of it as me even. I was just like the person tomorrow will appreciate this. That's amazing. That's a great way to think about life. Because yeah. then you're just always, you know, hooking up your future self with, like, good stuff. Yeah, and it's kind of, you can do that. You can put little surprises for yourself or little, like, moments of joy or whatever, you know, by setting things up for yourself when you're feeling okay, you know? Yeah. And you have that capacity. But I think our number one, if there's any advice to gain from all of this, is when you feel like shit, reach out to someone who's you know, you can trust. That's great advice. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for reaching out to me, Lacey. Like on the other hand, when you're feeling shitty, you don't want to reach out to people. It's true. And so it's nice to have friends that reach out to you too. Yeah. But again, like that's like the future self thing because it's like. You created this friendship. We've reached out to each other so much before in the past that we can kind of tell like. Yeah. Oh, we should like check in. So. Yeah. That's another future self hooking you up hack exactly so, yeah but that's pre- pretty i mean i guess just being in recovery communities you do build those types of friendships with lots of people you know yeah but it's like a give take you know and it's kind of like the more you give the more you you get and it sounds so fucking cliche but it's so true right yeah ultimately because like yeah. my past self has definitely spent a lot of time with people and like help people out and then those people like you know, I've had people reach out to me during this time, and it's just nice, you know? Mm-hmm. So thanks, Lacey. <laughs> it's my pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Do you want to wrap it there? We can wrap it, yeah. Okay, that's it for this week. Thank you for joining us. We really appreciate you. Thank you for your notes and your messages. It means the world to us. You can find us on social media at at SoberCoPodcast or our website. You can send us messages there too. Uh, The website is Sober.Company. You can put that right into your browser. Please rate us and share with your friends and family and subscribe and all of that. And guess what? We've been asking for a tagline and we still are. I mean... We'll take more taglines. Uh, <laughs> this is like an ongoing tagline search. But one of our dearly beloved listeners sent in us a tagline, so we're going to try it out. Oh, wait, before we do that, really clean edit here. We need to thank John Tessier and Said So Sound for the awesome theme music we play every week. And all right, that's it for this week. Stay super. And even if you don't feel super, you are inherently. So just remember that. That's what we think anyway. All right. Have a wonderful week. Good night. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. I'm glad we did that. Yeah, I'm glad we did that too.